What's good, divine dolls, divine gentlemen? So, I'm going to attempt to just get off my chest my thoughts about Kevin Samuels at this point. Um, I feel the same way about him that I do about Rush Limbaugh. Um, neither of their energies served me as a black person or as a black woman. Um, I remember Rush Limbaugh got, um, cancer before he died and he got an award from Donald Trump. And I found it fascinating that a lot of black people were, you know, became more sympathetic to him and to me I was just outright disgusted I think that I'm just gonna have to be that that divine feminine I know there's different archetypes um but true to my scorpionic son part of me I am unforgiving and I have wrath for anything that is against me and um I don't have room to forgive any of the disparaging comments that he made. I think, you know, this is going to be interesting. I'm just going to, I don't have any notes or anything. So I'm just literally going to just muse and talk. But I was, and it's crazy because when I talk about sometimes this could be like my virtual purple couch of therapy you don't really realize how things affect you until you start to talk about it. And that's why it's so therapeutic in many ways to just have someone to listen to, I think, because what I was going to say is I was in a chat room when um, that one guy, what is it? Black, J Black, something. It was like J-A-Y-E Black. He had just killed his um, pregnant girlfriend and his first wife um, with the children in the car. And there was, you know, these things are traumatic for the black community. Um, and I think sometimes we underestimate that, that it does create collective trauma for all of us. I think that we have a unique way of grieving the loss of our fallen um, of our women, of our children, um, and even though we're not related, we're connected, and so it's so weird how it's affecting me talking about it now, but it wasn't even 24 hours, but I remember I was on this content creator's um, channel, and I, I haven't been back to his page because it. If I'm being quite honest, it didn't feel like a safe place. And I was in a starting to realize that I have to be pay attention to where I go and what I allow myself to open myself up to. But I was in a chat like the next day after it happened. And this guy came up on the live panel and he said, Jay Black is my hero. And it just sent chills up my spine. And um, because (sighs) 
you guys know I take these things to heart. Um, And so, you know, you're thinking, what does this have to do with um, Kevin Samuels? And it's like he perpetrates the ideology. This person also said that they were a fan of um, Kevin Samuels. I won't go so far as to say that I re- recall exactly him saying he's he's a fan of Kevin Samuels, but it was under the understanding that a lot of the things that he said stems out of that. Um, another person who was his follower is this guy that um, the New York person that was had shot all those people recently um stemming out of the same ideology and you're talking about chaos trauma um harming people killing people um you know it this this is important because it i see content creators kind of taking inventory of what it is they say and why but i think that um I will say this, as someone who is processing stuff and creating content myself, at the end of the day, I would aim to align myself with a message that says that we need to vibrate on a frequency of love. And he was not vibrating on a frequency of love. I have talked about how I have Let's just, since I'm having this this conversation, let's just throw in the word in there, divest, right? Maybe I've been doing it before I even knew what that people, the way that they're using it now. But if we're going to trigger, let's just set everything off. Like, let's just set off all the landmines, right? So I've moved away from things that don't serve me. When growing up Christian, once I started to find out like really understand and not be so ingrained in what they really believe about like black people and the lynchings after church and um, enslaving people and quote unquote Catholicizing them before they put them on the slave ships, right? As a black person, that doesn't serve me. Why the hell would I want to stay with that? Um, um, I think that nothing that Kevin Samuel said served any of the best interests of black women as a collective. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say this. It is not remiss on me that within days of him saying that um, children who told their mothers that their boyfriend had molested them that he made it seem that you should not believe that child that is egregious absolutely egregious um and so when i say you know i keep going back to the thoughts to me he's in the same lane as rush limbaugh you know um every part is hateful towards black people um and so they're just the same person in different bodies you know i think that as we're having this conversation because 
I wanted to use it also as an opportunity. I'm introspecting, but I want you to introspect too because um, more things have come out about his upbringing and what he went through. And you can see that the hurt, okay, the hurt people hurt people, okay? And um, you can see that a lot of, his anger towards black women came from the things that he went through. He grew up his only parent who stuck around and cared for him and loved him was his mother. His mother is now in the process of making his funeral arrangements a black woman. Right? Um, and you start to understand that he felt anger because not only was his first and or second wife making more than him, but when he got his first bout of cancer, she left him. And somebody had mentioned that um, you have to really be in a different kind of headspace to leave someone when they're dying of cancer. Um, and and it, it resonated with me because it's kind of like I probably could... I think women, for the most part, have a soft spot, sometimes to our own detriment. I think that love is really what leads, leads a lot of us to our own demise. And um, and so to, I probably would be that person in an unhappy relationship that if you had cancer, it would soften my heart to where I would see you through it. But it kind of speaks to he strikes me as someone that was petty. Um, I, I've been around petty people and he strikes me as someone that would have gotten so petty with her to the point where she just had to just get out of the situation. The other thing I think that, um, I appreciate listening to different voices because it does help me to kind of bounce my thoughts off of theirs and kind of figure out what, what frequency I'm on. And so I'm thankful that I've allowed myself time to think about um, what to say and, and what I think about the whole situation. And somebody was talking about how, you know, um, this is going to affect, yes, his mom and his daughter. I think my as big as my heart space is and for all the love I can have in the world, my heart goes out to her. Um you know, for the loss, I don't know, you know, know what it's like to lose a father. I imagine she's fairly relatively young. Um, and and um, it's sad because he didn't strike me as someone who had a loving relationship with her father. And that is a tragedy that a lot of children around the world experience, including him. He grew up without a father in the home. But it's ironic, and this has been brought up before, that instead of having the anger for the, the father who didn't raise him, he lashed out on his mother and lashed out on, you know, on other women and the people that are supposed to be his wife and didn't care for his child. I think that, you know, it has been said, the reckoning for... um black men are here i think that this is an important moment for divine masculines to kind of really reflect on your life and the legacy that you want to leave behind um 
how do you want to be remembered? You know, um, women are loving creatures. I know people are going to say creatures, whatever, but we're loving people. And for a woman to be, you know, your companion, to be your significant other, to be your girlfriend, your um, wife, the mother of your children, there's love there. And you have to think about what it means to maintain that relationship. Um, you know, and sometimes I think that one of the things that aggravate me is sometimes as adults, we're so caught up on the sexual flames um, with the other gender that we forget all about the children. I'm looking for more ways to incorporate, like I just recently got a, a tarot deck for kids I don't know how I'll do stories. I'm not a, a, a mother myself. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. Um, my mom is being a little bit of a brat because um, we want to take her out. And she's insisting that we just get her pizza. But um, it's still early. So, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, but, you know, she's just being so. And it's okay. She gets really shy about this type of stuff. But I already got her um, a present and whatnot. But um, back to Kevin, Kevin Samuel. So I think, um, yeah, thinking about the children, like this is time for you to think about the relationship you have with, yeah, 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 you know, the women in your life, but your children, your legacy. She looked like you, talk like you, smile like you, you know. She's going to carry on her na- that name and a part of you for the rest, you know, pass that on. And this is the memories that you left her with. I think that it would be one thing for the, for the world to say and pull up the receipts on everything that he has said. Um, and it's another thing for her to know in her heart of hearts that... He used to, you know, I wish that she would be able to say he would always spend time with me. He would come and pick me up three days a week and he would help me with my homework and we would do the tea dates and we would laugh and we had our favorite movies together and we used to listen to music together. And he taught me how to, you know, trade or how to ride a bike and how to skate and took me for ice cream and and all. I wish that for every child, you know, Um I I sometimes it, it's it webs in and out but sometimes my fight is for my unborn children. I've been like that for years. A lot of the things that I do, a lot of the things that I say is because I want a better place for my unborn children, right? Um but I I want that for all children, you know, any masculine if you consider yourself to be a, a divine masculine, I'm going to do a podcast later on talking about how the divine feminine, divine masculine journey is a continuum and we're evolving and it's a lifestyle. And some of us have wrecked and wreaked a little bit more havoc in the lives of others around us than we might be proud of, right? I like to be a little bit more of a snob and holier than now and 
say that I haven't wreaked as much havoc as other people, but I, I'll hold myself accountable and say, you know, maybe sometimes I wasn't the nicest. Sometimes I was a bitch at work. Sometimes I wasn't the best daughter. Sometimes maybe not the best sister. And some of y'all was just running out here amok, creating destroyed homes, cheating on people, breaking hearts, you know, okay? But you're afforded the opportunity, you know, today under the sound of my voice to make the decision to transform the relationships, okay? We talk I, on my podcast. I talk a lot about coming to that beautiful realization that I can decide to be rich. I can decide to be healthy. I can decide to be happy, healthy, wealthy, happy. I can decide to be loving. It takes a process. It's a continuum. You know, for those of you who have your mother still with you, reach out to her, talk with her, connect with her, revisit what it means to repair. And and even for myself, I, I, I have the podcast there, <laughs> came up in the two-parent home. It took a lot for us to, to for me and my, my, my mom to get to where we are now. Same with my dad. But it's worth working through those things. Same thing with my siblings. Right? Um, if you if you have children, I know it's not Mother's Day. I mean I know I know it's not Father's Day. I think I'm kind of bouncing back and forth. I think this I think that more men are gonna gravitate to this message than my divine feminines, but even if it's just a gesture of putting love out in the world and giving your child the money to buy their mother flowers or to take her out to eat or to buy her something nice. You may never, ever be able to reconcile the heartbreak that you, you know, caused the mother of your child, you know, but at least in some way you're showing your child how to love that person, you know, and in a roundabout way. And and it's not about getting back with them. I, it's just so weird. All the little nuances in between there. But it's like. You know. And spend time, more time with your children. I don't know if you can hear the birds in the background. So beautiful. I think against the backdrop of the message. That I'm really trying to. I think that this is giving me the opportunity. To just kind of re. Um, calibrate the messages I'm putting out to make sure that they are emanating from a frequency of love and that I'm encouraging the promotion of love. Um, There was a time where I was talking about the frequency of love is 528 hertz. And I talk about how I want, especially for my divine feminines, but my divine masculines, you know, um, I want love for you guys too. And 
it's hard. I think that let's just agree that all of us, to a certain extent, have had troubled experiences in different degrees, you know, some a little bit more extreme than others. I was talking a little bit about Kevin Samuels, you know, they were showing his picture and it's kind of like, grew up fatherless, had a difficult childhood because his mom was the only one that was there to provide for him, had two bouts of cancer, um, and what it means in terms of relationships with marrying someone and going through a divorce twice. I know that when I've experienced heartbreak, it really <laughs> can turn you on your head. Like, and so, but, but do we really, and I'm thinking about the messages I've done, but I'm thinking about what I want to do moving forward. And like I said, recalibrate and realign myself with what it means to emit 528 hertz in the turn in sense of do because there's a lesson to be learned in this right are we going to continue to lash out at other people who don't even have anything to do with the harm and the pain that was caused on us you know am i going to continue to now lash out at every single black male because of the damage that was done to me, you know, from my previous relationships. I even, I've said this before, I even have, I have three younger brothers and one black, one brother, he does not like black women and he's made sure to tell me that on occasion, right? But I think that we're in a space where we need to take people for where they are. Um... I'm going to tie this message in here, too. I, I talked about it in a previous podcast yesterday, but um, there was a woman and she was just reminding us that, you know, it's easy for men and women to get caught up in the aesthetics of how tall you are, how handsome you are, what you drive, um, you know, the curves of her body, how big is her chest, how big is her booty, what is her hair look like? What is her phenotype? Um, what is her personality personality like? What, you know? But if we could just take time to peel back the layers and see the people for who they are, um, I think we would be in a better place. Um, but as soft as that is, I still think that one of the things that struck me with the whole Will Smith um, situation is I have a problem with bullies. I really do. And um, I think that Chris Rock was a bully. I think that it was very low vibrational of him to say the things that he did. And I'm compartmentalizing to a very extreme degree because I know that there's nuances around it and I know that there's different perspectives but I I think from my perspective Chris Rock was a bully and he deserved every bit of the slap that he got all five fingers all five of them bitches <laughs> and I think he got off easy right um and I think that 
if I'm going to contribute anything to the voices about what he said, um, I don't think you get to be out here and be a mean-spirited person and inflict, you know, I don't think that he really understood how much um, harm he was inflicting on, on black women's psyche. And if he did, it makes it even more that much more demonic. And again, it just keeps taking me back to I am not even playing you when I say what when I see him, I think Rush Limbaugh. They're in the same boat to me. Um, They're probably having breakfast together right now as we speak. Um, And so I've talked about this, too. I think that there's a misappropriated what's the right word not impulse but i see a lot of christians wanting to now like kiss his ass and kiss his feet just because he died and it's like i've made this analogy before you you know if you (laughs) i'm I'm gonna take it there i'm just gonna say it but i did grow up christian and that's why i refer to a lot of these things but i understand that not a lot of people are christian but um if you read in the bible Allegedly, Jesus and God are going to have so much wrath for people who inflicted pain on his children and on his loved one. So much so to the point that when he comes back, the wrath is going to be so much blood spilled that it's going to be like to the to the neck of a horse. You know what I'm saying? He, like he's coming. Like if, if if you believe that, right? I don't know to what degree we're waiting for this outside source to come quote-unquote rescue us that that's a whole other tangent but at the time that I was growing up and and believing all of that it's like even then this God this deity is exacting judgment on people who do bad things and so would you really have this second coming of this deity to come and quote-unquote rescue you and you're gonna stop him and be like no 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 don't kill this person who fed my my children to the gate to the gators. Don't um don't go after these people who stole from us, who um raped us, who um abused us. No, 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 forgive them and and Jesus or God is going to be like, "I bet." And just turn his chariot around and go back into heaven. Like is that really how y'all really want to play this? Is that how really how we're really going to do it? Because I think part of the spiritual journey is understanding that there's judgment. And it's funny because we um, Wendy Williams says a lot. It's like judging but not judging. We need judging. And as long as you have breath in you, you have the ability to make some corrections. Right? And he lived his life and he's it's judgment day for him. And the way he left this earth, he did not leave on good terms with, you know, and I understand like if you this is and this is interesting, this kind of stems a little bit. I'm going to keep this to just 30 minutes, but I talk a lot about how, you know, people are male identified. Um, I'm becoming more and more feminine and divine feminine identified so if you're a man and you identify with him and his thoughts 
that's within your right to do so. But I'm a woman, so there's no way in hell I would agree with him disparaging me as a black woman. Um, I have company. So I have to go. There was some more stuff I have to say, but I, I have to go see who's at the door. Um, I think that, you know, use this opportunity to reflect introspect you know um you don't have to go out the way he did um you know you can choose to have loving relationships and i think he never got the opportunity to do that but that doesn't have to be the outcome for you i think that you can choose to love again you can choose to remember how beautiful love was you can choose to um, show up in the lives of your children. Um, you have to understand, I will say this, uh, this is the thing I wanted to say before I get off and then whoever's at the door, if they're still there, they'll still be there. But, um, I will say this, there's some people that you're going to try to reach back out to to reconcile and they might not be there for that shit. like, they might not be with the shits and you have to accept that. But, you then commit to making sure that from that moment on, every other person whose life you encounter, you treasure and you treat them with respect and love and dignity um, and compassion. And you listen more and you are not so quick to anger, right? And you... Um, Take care of it like a garden, right? I've talked about about there's two types of farmers when I think of the divine masculine archetype. There are people who will enter a garden, there are, you know, and they will juice, squeeze the juice out of the lives around them and discard and leave the the farm and the garden worse than when they got there and you have the divine masculine that when that when they enter that garden they pay attention to which plants need to be watered and the placement of the sun and when to plant seeds and how to cultivate them and how to pick the most beautiful bouquets to give a gift you know a flower of gifts a gift of flowers and when they leave that garden it's much better than when they left it You know, and unfortunately, you know, Kevin Samuels came in and left a lot of hurt in in that in the in the space. You know, some people I am identify with him. For whatever reasons they have, um, and that's your experience to have. I, I, I like I said, I, I can't um, go into walking a mile in your shoes, but I understand that you're going to have your sympathies. But um, I am not one of them. Um, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. Um, he's right up in that same lane with me as Rush Limbaugh. Um, I, I could get a little bit more disrespectful. I could say that he really could kick Mount Rushmore with 
uh, open-toed sandals in hell. Like, but again, you know, you've heard my sentiments, like how I feel about um, Joe Rogan and um, once Cardi B called black women cockroaches, like as far as I'm concerned, she can get my scathing tongue and everything that comes with it is, is how I view it. Um, Christianity can kick rocks all the way to hell, too, in terms of their role in slavery. Um, and it just is what it is, right? It just is what it is. But, yeah, I hope I gave you something to think about. Those are my thoughts where I'm at right now. Um, the condolences to the daughter. The irony of the mom having to prepare for him. I don't know that dynamic too much. I think that it's in the back of my mind. It's just kind of weird. I don't. I haven't seen her, but I um, don't know what it means for her to have had a son that was putting out that type of content. I think that if you are a divine feminine listening to me under the sound of my voice, I understand that to a certain degree, there's only so much you can do when you're helping to shape someone's mind. I think that the absence of the father plays a huge role. Like, where the hell is he? Is Is he still alive? Never showed up in his son's life? Like, what the heck is going on with that? You know? Um... I think that it's unfortunate when you start to think also the collective in terms of, um... He's an example of a child that grew up without a father in the home. And that's the reason why a lot of black men gravitate towards him as a replacement of a father. And so you have the blind leading the blind. Um, and you have um, people who are, are looking to him because they didn't have a father themselves too, which I think is a tragedy. But I'm going to tell you that that's not the way to go. As someone who came from a two-parent home, I'm going to tell you that he was not on the right path. Um, I think that if you were going to him looking for advice on relationships, on how to, you know, get married, at the end of the day, we are all kind of babies in a sense, but in the sense that we all... At the end of the day, we low-key want to be in a loving relationship, in a happy relationship, in a successful, productive relationship at the end of the day. And I can tell you, you know, him and my dad, two completely different people. You know, I would encourage you if if you're going to be looking for a replacement of him. Look for someone who's in a happy relationship. And his wife is going to have a smile on her face. And not in a way that's fake. Um, We all saw how it turned out with Derek Jackson. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, he needs to be happily married with happy children. Again, kind of going back to the Bible, it says that you know, that elders in the church needed to be people who were upstanding citizens. And that's not something that happens overnight. It's a lifestyle. It starts from the selection of your first marriage, right? Your first companion, 
how you raise your children, you know. I want to encourage you to just pay attention to who your role models are and make sure that you're not operating out of an echo chamber. And that's a continual process. Sometimes you have to look and see, you know, once a week, once a month. Why am I listening to this content creator? Why am I gravitating towards them? Is it emitting a 528 hertz frequency? Is it truly going to get me to that relationship that I want to become the man I want to be, to become the woman I want to be, to be the father and mother I want to be? Is this the legacy that I want? Is this how I want to be remembered? Right? So... something to think about all right let's see if this person is still out here but usually if it's like a friend or family they'll call me or text me and be like girl it would have been blowing up my phone already so today's mother's day sunday it probably was just somebody making rounds um we had who was it the other day um like at&t and spectrum coming by to, to see if we wanted to buy their service or whatnot so something for you and I to think about um, if you're not happy with how things are right now and how you come across with the opposite gender, you know, continue to do the work, um, continue to love yourself, continue to pay attention to your thought patterns, um, read. I've talked a lot about a lot of books that really on the path to to becoming wealthy also helped me understand other people more. Um, I think that's part of what contributes to me being a happier person. It does take time. I definitely resonate with what it feels like to feel heartbreak. Um, I'm still in a space where any masculine, like, I enjoy a good-looking masculine. Let him be rich, okay? Let him have swag. Let him have the deep voice. <laughs> and it could be some problems there, right? But and I'm at a point where it's like, y'all stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. But at least it's not in a place where I'm, I'm lashing out too much. <laughs> that could be subjective. Some of y'all might be like, nah, girl, you be going in, sis. You're going in. <laughs> but, um... But I know that there's a healthy and a happy place. And um, I'm committed to continuing to be a loving person and to learn to better identify what a good, loving person looks like in a man. Um, and I'm committed to making sure that you know, I don't have children, but I'm committed to making sure that my niece knows that I absolutely love and adore her. And everything I do is for her at this point. You know, um, same thing with my parents that we've had gone through a lot. But it's been worth the... 
the attempts, you know, especially for family. I want to just kind of really tie any loose ends before I get off here too, because I think that sometimes it, it kind of like ebbs and flows in and out. You really have to take care of yourself. You have to love yourself. Love yourself first. Sounds like such a cliche statement, but um, when you start to love yourself and feed yourself spiritually, pay attention to what you're eating, um, exercise, get sunshine, get in the water. Listen, I'm a water baby. I love the water. Like I have had so many jokes from my family, like when I was a kid, um, our neighbor let me use the pool and, I, and it's like I was in there all day. I love the water, um, love driving along the ocean, you know, aligning yourself with people who are like minded, who are high vibrational. Understanding that the locus of control lies with you and whatever you don't like, you have the ability to change. Okay. And a spirit of gratitude because, you know, we made it to another day. And that's another day and another opportunity to make things right. Okay, so those are my thoughts. All right, <laughs> I wish you um, a powerful, upbeat, and pretty day. <laughs> Peace.